Good morning. Welcome to the 30-Day Healthy and Happy Challenge. The 30-Day Challenge is designed to develop essential habits that will improve your health and happiness. Log in at solanofit.com with your email address to get your 30-day calendar. Today is day 23. Are you ready? You are now listening to the Solano Fit Podcast, featuring fitness to change your life and inspiration to live your best. Here's your host, O. Johnson. Good morning. Let's pick up where we left off yesterday. I don't have to tell you things are bad. Everybody knows things are bad. It's a depression. Everybody's out of work or scared of losing their job. The dollar buys a nickel's worth. Banks are going bust. Shopkeepers keep a gun under the counter. Punks are running wild in the street and there's nobody anywhere who seems to know what to do and there's no end to it. We know the air is unfit to breathe and our food is unfit to eat. We sit watching our TVs while some local newscaster tells us that today we had 15 homicides and 63 violent crimes, as if that's the way it's supposed to be. We know things are bad, worse than bad. They're crazy. It's like everything everywhere is going crazy, so we don't go out anymore. We sit in the house, and slowly the world we're living in is getting smaller, and all we say is, please, at least leave us alone in our living rooms. Let me have my toaster and my TV and my steel-belted radios, and I won't say anything. Just leave us alone. Well, I'm not going to leave you alone. I want you to get mad. I don't want you to protest. I don't want you to write. I don't want you to write to your congressman because I wouldn't know what to tell you to write. I don't know what to do about the depression and the inflation and the Russians and the crime in the street. All I know is that first, you've got to get mad. You've got to say, I'm a human being. God damn it. My life has value. So, I want you to get up now. I want all of you to get up out of your chairs. I want you to get up right now and go to the window, open it, and stick your head out and yell, I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not going to take this anymore! Old movies, you gotta love them. But I played that clip because even though this episode is part of our Healthy and Happy Challenge, it would be disingenuous to ignore the spectrum of emotions we feel, the hardships, and the realities of them. Maybe you don't feel happy all the time. Maybe things aren't what they should be in your relationship or at work. Maybe you don't have the life you thought you'd have. Maybe you aren't the person you thought you would be. Maybe you've made mistakes. Well, first off, and before you go too far down the rabbit hole, I say, welcome to the club. No, you're not alone. You're human. There can be doubt. There can be regret. There can be pain and angst. But secondly, I say, good. Angst is often the prerequisite for change. If you're mad at the government or a set of circumstances or yourself, punch a bag, go for a walk or a run, and let's get on with making the best of it. For those of you who have been with me for a while, you'll remember from episode 103, my father's name, and what it means. It means where there is life, there is hope. Yes, there is a time for mourning, for grieving the hurt, the loss, the pain. But the dawn of a new morning will come. The sun will come out. And when it does, it's time to get back to hope, back to your core values, and back to action. Back to a fulfilled life. Life breaks free, it expands to new territories, and it crashes through barriers painfully, maybe even dangerously, but uh, life uh, finds a way. So in the spirit of eudaimonia, the spirit of good spirit, I encourage you to keep going. Life finds a way. 
and you can find a way to a life of more fulfillment. Martin Seligman, the professor fellow I talked about yesterday, is a giant in this space. He and colleagues have done a bunch of rigorously tested, randomly assigned, placebo-controlled studies. He describes the full life as a trinity of three domains. The pleasant life, the engaged life, and the meaningful life. The pleasant life, these are the mindfulness, gratitude practices, and exercises on our 30-day calendar. Now these benefits do fade away with time, which is why we need to keep doing them even after the 30 days is over. You got to keep sleeping well, keep moving your body, keep being thankful. Taking care of yourself is a lifestyle. They are the habits you got to keep doing to benefit. It's like making your bed every morning or watering your garden. Now the engaged life and the meaningful life are both related to how you work. It relates to your personal self-awareness and about what you do well. Work stress or job stress, as an example, can make being engaged at work very difficult. It can be a huge, huge drain. Worse yet, it can spill into your other relationships as well. If you have a job but prefer a calling and you're not ready to quit, Seligman suggests leaning into the aspects of your job that allow you to demonstrate your strengths. He developed a strength test to uncover your top five strengths out of 24. He called it the VIA character. I'll put a link to the test in the show notes. Once you're aware of your top five strengths, you can apply them to work, but you can also apply them to your relationships as well. In love, Seligman instructs couples to design the perfect evening around their top five strengths. Results have shown lasting effects. And that makes sense. Besides knowing yourself, knowing your partner is incredibly valuable. This sort of engagement is the key to eudaimonia we discussed in the last episode. But whereas the pleasant life is about feelings of pleasure, and the engaged life is about a calling or about being absorbed in one's work, the meaningful life relates to altruism and service to others. Seligman says, and I quote, Use your signature strengths and virtues in the service of something much larger than you are. His research indicates that doing something for someone else, the meaningful life, has the most enduring and strongest correlation for persons who achieve a fulfilled and satisfied life. Meaning is the most important, but the sum of the three, pleasure, engagement, and meaning, the sum is greater than the individual parts. I took the test sometime last year. My top strength? I'll read it to you. My top strength is creativity. It says, uh, it says, create, it says, um, your top strength is creativity. I'll just read it to you. Your top strength is creativity, which means you are an original thinker. You think of, you think of new and different ways to solve everyday problems. People say you have a good imagination. You may or may not be artistic. I am a little bit, but you are, uh, but you are certainly creative in your approach to life and you are, but you are certainly creative in your approach to life and when you are given a task to create something. So this test ranks your top five out of 24. And I might as well. The other four were uh, spirituality. Uh, that was number two. Having beliefs about the meaning of life that shape conduct and provide comfort. Number three was for me was judgment, which is blah, 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 blah. Um, being able to change one's mind in light of evidence, weighing all evidence fairly, not jumping to conclusions. That was cool. Uh, three, social intelligence. Three? Four. Four. Four was social intelligence. Being aware of motives, feelings, and knowing what makes other people tick. Five. And five was perspective, being able to provide wise counsel to others, having ways of looking at the world that makes sense to oneself slash others. So those are my top five. I'm not going to go over all 24. But please consider taking it. Maybe you're like me, but chances are you're more like you. And that's the point. Being you should be your first priority. And then leveraging a better you should be your second. So there are a list of 24 characteristics, all ranked strongest first. I wasn't so much surprised as I was edified. I felt like a superstar and promptly showed it to my wife, who then promptly brought me back down to earth, but that's why I love her. And more interestingly, I found myself wondering about all the different characteristics and where I ranked based on my answers. 
Now, even though I like this test, I recognize it's not the end-all be-all. It's just a tool for you to gain more self-awareness. It's like a power drill to help you get the job of a more fulfilled life on its way. It helps you appreciate who, what, when, and where you are. Now, I'm not affiliated with the test at all. I'm just a fan, so when you take it for free, you'll receive your results and a bunch of prompts to buy further stuff if you want. But I'll put a link to the resources he provides, a cool TED Talk he did, and the test in the show notes. Now, I found that this work and other similar studies align with my efforts for you in this challenge. The podcasts and the blogs are to help you find a way to first understand and then apply the skills so that the rest of your days on this planet can be more fulfilled too. No, not over-the-top cheerleader-like happiness, but more satisfaction, more peace even, with yourself. That's where I find meaning. The point is to live a more fulfilled life together so we can all die pleased. I'll see you tomorrow.